Blog Talk Radio. segment of Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. Our purpose is to help you overcome any limiting beliefs that you have by talking about subjects that affect psychology, mental health, relationships, and personal growth. Today's presentation is titled Reduced Anxiety, Four Calming Techniques to Help Rewire Your Brain. Anxiety has been off the charts. In recent years, the Anxiety and Depression Association of America reports that anxiety disorders are the most common type of mental health diagnosis. Here are a few statistics that may interest you. Over 40 million people over the age of 18 in the U.S., have been diagnosed with at least one anxiety disorder. Less than 40% of that 40 million actually commit to long-term treatment to manage or overcome their anxiety. Those diagnosed with anxiety disorder are up to five times more likely to be admitted into the hospital with some sort of psychiatric illness. That's a lot of people struggling with high levels of anxiety, and many are not doing much to try to manage it. So, one of the reasons that young children get anxiety is because they learn from their parents. If someone had been in an accident with lightning, then they are going to remember that, and they're always going to experience anxiety. But if the child starts reacting in the same way as that person does, then that is a secondary anxiety, and there's no root, actual root cause for it. Therefore, It's something that can be treated just as easily, but it would also be easier for that individual to overcome it because it wasn't something that they actually experienced. Now, there are many millions more who struggle with high levels of anxiety who haven't been diagnosed an anxiety disorder. Many of them have never set foot in a psychiatric or a mental health facility to discuss their anxiety levels. They simply live life with intense anxiety or in chronic survival mode. And quite honestly, the quality of life suffers because of it. If you struggle with any amount of anxiety, 
than learning how to relax. Your nervous system can come in handy. Whether it takes an, any of these forms, learning and applying anxiety reduction techniques can decrease anxiousness. Okay, start this again. Whether it takes any of these forms, learning and applying anxiety reduction techniques can decrease anxiousness, social anxiety, situational anxiety, chronic anxiety, and an anxiety disorder. Social anxiety is when someone is stressed out in a social environment. And often that can be someone that's an introvert who really likes being alone, but finds themselves, whether it's in a job or a school, a classroom situation where they're around a lot of people, it creates a lot of anxiety for them. Situational anxiety can be something where you've been out in a storm and or you were in your car in a storm and lightning hit a tree right in front of you and it came down or it 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 was a hurricane and it came through your window or the roof of your your home. Now that what happens with that type of situation is anytime a storm comes up or anything that situational or that reminds you of that one incident, that's going to create anxiety that it can happen again. And chronic anxiety is when you're almost always in an anxious state. So if you can relate to having frazzled nerves, by these anxiety reduction techniques, they can help you better regulate your nervous system and reduce anxiety. So one of the four techniques to help you reduce anxiety, mindfulness. To be mindful means that you pay attention to the present moment. We focus on the now rather than ruminate about the past or think about the future. How can you become more mindful? Start paying attention to your breath. Notice, follow it in and out. At the same time, be aware of your body. Scan it from head to toe, seeing if you can feel any sensations, feel your feet against the ground, on your butt, in the chair. Be aware of the space that you're in. What do you see? What do you hear? How are you feeling? Now, what I want to say is this. We will want at an amusement park, and I happened to be sitting in the booth where it took pictures. And I was very much into my thoughts, 
and not paying attention to what was going on around me. And the guy who worked the machine came around, and he did something to it where it started taking pictures. And what it really showed in those pictures was just how deep in thought I was and how I was not paying attention to what was going on around me. Therefore, when you think about it, we all tend to, at times when we're alone, get into our thoughts or get so into our work that we're not even paying attention to what's happening around us. So it's so easy to live in autopilot mode, all wrapped up in our thoughts. If you're anything like me, staying in my head causes me to feel anxious. When I take time to bring my attention to my immediate space, including my body and breath, I can relax. I can remind my nervous system that it is safe and that I am safe. So number one for relaxing your nervous system is to practice mindfulness living. Be in the now as often as you can be. Be present when you're making dinner, cleaning up, getting ready in the morning, playing with your kids. It helps. Here's another thing to think about as a way to get in touch with what's going on inside your body and to relax. Back when self-help industry started growing, you started hearing, and, and if you remember, the tape recorder was the, the mode of how you listened to things because it wasn't yet digitized. But often there was a deep relaxation tape that would tell you to breathe in and count to four, breathe out, counting to four, tighten up and your hand in a fist and tighten it up as much as you can so that you felt what was the tightness and then to slowly release it, to release the tension. And if you do this with every part of your body, it will help you to release the tension that builds up and stores in your body. Meditation. Meditation is one technique that is proven to reduce anxiety and stress. In fact, meditation has been around thousands of years and has been used for relaxation and as a fool for spiritual development. Or rather, let's say that again, as a tool for spiritual development. It's quite easy to meditate. The hardest part is to actually make yourself sit quietly for a length of time. In its simplest form, meditation is sitting quietly 
focusing on the inhale and exhale of your breath. The goal is to focus on the present and quiet the mind. You're aware of the thousands of thoughts running through your mind every day. Difficult to get quiet in a moment in the mind, especially in a noisy environment that we live in. The more you focus on going within, observing your breath in and out, the more your nervous system will relax and less thoughts will be swirling in the mind. Sure, random thoughts will come in, but they do not have to stay. Simply observe them and let them go. If you're not used to meditating, it's a good idea to begin with just a few minutes at a time. To sit still and quiet the mind for three minutes might sound easy, but it's harder than you think. What will happen over time is that you will get used to the quiet, being mindful, and come to experience a deep sense of relaxation to reduce anxiety levels, get in the habit of practicing meditation for anxiety every day. Start off with a few minutes and increase in increments of up to 15 or 20 minutes per day. A great time to do this is either when you wake up or right before you go to sleep. It's all right if you fall asleep while meditating in the evening. The technique may help you sleep peacefully. Also, during the day, if you feel anxiety increasing, take a few minutes to yourself and practice meditation for a few minutes. Take a few deep breaths and then concentrate on your breathing you will find that within a couple of minutes, your feelings of anxiety will decrease. Meditation for anxiety is great for reducing stress and for growing spiritually. I, one thing is that meditation has grown more in the last few years, and it's also a part of what's known as the laws of attraction. Because what you're doing is getting in tune with what's going on in your inner self. Because this is something that we always might not even realize or think about is the fact that you yourself controls what happens inside you. Nothing outside you may be reacting to what's going on in the outside, but you control those emotions. Also, during the day, if you feel anxiety increasing, take a few minutes to yourself and practice meditation for a few minutes. Take a few deep breaths and then concentrate on your breathing. 
you will find that within a couple of minutes, your feeling of anxiety will decrease. Meditation for anxiety is great for reducing stress and for growing spiritually. Yawn. Did you know that many athletes make themselves yawn before competing? The same goes for speakers, musicians, and more. A good yawn can help your nervous system feel safe and more relaxed because it effectively cools your brain off, increasing blood flow. It's an easy anxiety reduction tool that you can use anytime. It can also help boost your mental awareness, which can be helpful while you're at work, taking your test, and so on. One interesting not about yawning is that it is hard behavior, or rather it's herd behavior. It helps keep the pack from going wild, encouraging everyone to calm down. Yawning as often as you want, even a fake yawn, has some positive effects to your body. Have you ever been anywhere and you saw one person yawn and then all of a sudden everyone was yawning? It is contagious. Therefore, what happens is if one person is feeling anxiety, it can build up in the people around you. Therefore, what happens? You start to look for ways to calm yourself down. And then one person yawns, and then someone else yawns, and then someone else yawns until everyone at the table has yawned. Soften your eyes. If you're feeling anxiety, soften your eyes like you do when you're daydreaming. When we daydream, we're not really focusing our eyesight on anything in particular. We soften the eyes, and if we're daydreaming about something we consider good, we may even smile a little. I I like to think of it as zoning out. The softening of the eyes triggers the parasympathetic part of your nervous system, which actually helps you feel less anxiety. Try it out and simply soften the muscles around your eyes and don't focus on anything in particular. Become aware of your peripheral vision too. Expanding your awareness, breathe slowly and allow your body to relax. This is a simple tool to help you experience less anxiety. Anxiety-reducing techniques can be very helpful in terms of helping you manage feelings of anxiety at the moment and with practice over the long term. (laughs) 
but looking at the bigger picture of how you can rewire your brain in better, healthier ways, well, that's something called neuroplasticity, and you may want to look into it. And remember this, that developing a better way of dealing with nervousness and stress is to learn anxiety-reducing techniques, neuroplasticity. What is it and why should we care? Neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to change throughout life through growth and reorganization. It is defined as the ability of the nervous system to change its activity in response to intrinsic or extrinsic stimuli by reorganizing extraction functions or connections after injuries such as stroke or traumatic brain injury tbi in the says the national library of medicine so let's look at that again and let's digest it a little bit okay so it is defined as the ability of the nervous system to change its activity in response to intrinsic or extrinsic stimuli by reorganizing its structure, functions, or connections after such things as injury that can be caused by a stroke or a traumatic brain injury. It basically the ability of the brain to rewire a better, healthier ways. For those struggling with anxiety, this is great news, that whenever you suffer from a brain injury in an accident, there are certain brain cells that are killed off, and you have to, in essence, rewire the brain by retraining it to do things because you've often seen where people have to learn to walk again or they have to learn to feed themselves again. This is what we're talking about when we're talking about rewiring the brain. It's the ability of the brain to be rewired in a better, healthier way. To put it simply, if you're struggling with higher levels of anxiety, your nervous system and brain have learned to remain in survival mode, even though you're not necessarily in dangerous situations like being eaten by a tiger or crushed in an avalanche. Your nervous system thinks you are. It's adapted to life in hyper-vigilante mode, always on the lookout for danger. It's thinking it's in danger, shooting a chemical cocktail through your body that makes you feel anxiety. Now, that's great. If you're truly in danger, if a bear is zoning in on to get you, I want the chemical cocktail to boost my adrenaline 
and get me out of there fast. Remember, that's the flight or fight fight syndrome. But many who report high anxiety aren't really in dire or life-threatening circumstances, but their brain or their nervous system think they are. The newer science of neuroplasticity says you can work towards rewiring those neuropathways in your brain that automatically think danger is lurking around every corner. It takes time, effort, and likely some expert help, but it is possible. Two ways to start rewiring your brain to reduce anxiety. Learning, growing, and healing anxiety. I won't get into the whys of how you may have become ultra anxious. Reasons could range from early childhood trauma, abuse, neglect, insecure attachment style, accidents, chronic stress, lifestyle choices. Many people struggle with high levels of anxiety because they are on the go all the time. In a world where hustle is perceived as successful, it's not hard to immerse yourself in work, events, and activities, and never really stop to check in with your body. What is that last time that you paused and checked in with your nervous system to see if it is hyper-aroused, hyper-vigilante, stuck in the fight, flight, or freeze stress response? How many times a day do you pause, do a body scan to see what's going on in your thoughts, life, and body? It's easy to just get stuck on autopilot, running, ruminating, pushing it, escaping, numbing out. You get the idea. But we can change this. Feeling the anxiety, the sensation of anxiety used to make me feel like I was going to die. I would do all that I could to not feel it. Repress, get busy, doing something, disconnect completely from my emotions, space out, shut down, go elsewhere, my mind, and Always remember this, that you have the control. I am taking the time to breathe slowly, deeply, which also helps me calm with anxiety. Once I started learning that the sensation of anxiety is just that, sensations, I started learning how to feel it be with it, and let it pass through my body. I am learning to relax into it. I'm taking a season to learn more about managing anxiety, getting in touch with my thoughts, 
and my body, learning tips, tricks, techniques, and those to help rewire my own brain and let my nervous system relax even more. And I want you to understand that you have the ability to control your life. You just have to get in tune with what's going on in your head, whether it's today, tomorrow, or any time in the near future. And you can go to my website, AskDavidaShinsky.com. It's a membership site where we offer some courses that can help you with managing where you're at, your feelings, your emotions, and come to deal with all those things that affect how you relate to the world around you because only you can learn how to relax and take more control of your life 